Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having a fantastic Friday as we roll into the weekend uh, and get ready officially for the holiday season. We got a lot to talk about here. Uh, Hunter Biden, nine indictments, three felonies in California. Uh, We got a big debate on salsa versus queso that you may have heard about. Uh, ESPN is doing a Brittany Griner movie. Yes, this is real. Um... The uh, John Rahm has decided to go to live. What does that mean about the fate of golf? Uh, Shohei Otani, uncertain where he's going to end up unless that news is broken. And if that news does break while I'm talking, you guys can text me reports that it may well be decided today. Uh, Hunter Biden goes on with Moby, the DJ, uh, to discuss his, uh, his latest uh, legal peril. Uh, and, positive story, a girl went to Costco for her 26th birthday, celebrated with her family. It has gone viral. I love her. Uh, and uh, I hope that she is able to uh, she is able to find the man of her dreams because she deserves him. But uh, we begin with Hunter Biden finally getting hit with felony charges over his failure to pay taxes for years, <laughs> $1.4 million in back taxes. Remember that they're still protecting him from other additional money that he did not pay, I think in the 2013 and 2014 years. Uh, But this is significant for a lot of reasons. One, ever since 2020, when this laptop story went public, it has been clear that Hunter engaged in large-scale tax evasion and had suffered no consequences for it at all. And in fact, if Joe Biden's Department of Justice had gotten its way, he would have, Hunter, pled guilty to two minor misdemeanors and there would have been no consequences on them. Remember, it was only about five months ago that Hunter Biden showed up in a Delaware courtroom prepared to sign off on a plea agreement with the United States government, Joe Biden's Department of Justice. Again, for those two misdemeanors, no significant penalties. Uh, Instead... Judge Noriega, credit to her, a Trump appointee on the Delaware Federal Court, asked questions about the agreement, threw it out basically by asking those questions. The two parties uh, could not come to an agreement. And since that time, Weiss, the now, uh, uh, the, the now special counsel, has brought charges relating to guns in Delaware lying on a federal firearms form and then also brought charges uh, at the same time uh, now for California for uh, all of the tax-related issues. There are now six misdemeanors, three felonies. Hunter Biden would face up to 17 years in prison if he were convicted of all of these charges. Now, what is the consequence in a larger scale here? They tried to cover up Hunter Biden's behavior And I think you have to give credit to these IRS whistleblowers. You have to give credit to Judge Noriega. You have to give credit to James Comer and the House Republicans who have refused to allow Hunter Biden to avoid 
uh, any punishment for his behavior at all. Now, some of you out there uh, may be inclined to believe, oh, Hunter Biden, this is just, he's just getting focused on because of his name. No. Any one of you or me, I mean, the IRS is auditing me right now, and I've paid over $10 million in taxes over the last couple of years. I didn't fail to file a tax return. Uh, in fact, the IRS just told me that I owed $39.75 in additional back taxes. Again, not trying to brag. I'm just trying to be as honest with you guys as I possibly can. I've paid over $10 million in taxes the last couple of years in my federal tax return. They asked me for $39.70 that I owed to back taxes. Hunter Biden owes millions of dollars in back taxes, didn't even file tax returns for years, while also paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for hookers and drugs, and they were going to let him off with two misdemeanors and essentially no punishment at all. That's because he's Joe Biden's son. And I, I do think this story is going to linger now all through 2024 because as salacious as the Hunter Biden story is, why this matters is where Hunter Biden was being paid. Remember, Hunter Biden received millions of dollars from Ukraine, from Chinese interest, from people who are right now American enemies in many ways. And they did it for preferential treatment. They weren't just giving Hunter Biden money for nothing. Remember, they cut his payment at Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company, from a million dollars a year to $500,000 a year as soon as his dad was no longer vice president of the United States. They were paying for play, in my opinion. They were paying Hunter Biden for preferential treatment from Joe Biden. And that's why I think the House Republicans have to continue to look into all of these details and continue to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt what was going on here. Uh, and remember, Joe Biden bragged about the fact that he got a Ukrainian prosecutor fired who was investigating Burisma. I don't know how much closer you can get to pay for play than that. Uh, and Hunter Biden sent WhatsApp messages demanding that he be paid or there would be consequences rained down from his father, who he said was sitting next to him. All of this directly connects Joe Biden to Hunter and to the behavior of Hunter Biden and to the money that Hunter Biden got. And this is also really important. Um, Joe Biden in 2020 ran on the idea that he would restore a sense of decency to America, that he would heal the soul of the nation. Instead, Joe Biden has proven to be, one, an awful president, but two, corrupt, I believe, to his core, and certainly the Biden crime family has been proven to be corrupt to its core. And this story is now not going to go away for all of 2024. Instead, it's going to linger, and I think a lot of voters out there, people who are not really strongly affiliated with the Republican or Democrat Party, a lot of you who are watching probably right now, moderate voters not particularly politically connected to either party are just going to say, man, Trump and Biden are both corrupt and dirty. And in 2020, the Biden team could argue Trump's corrupt and dirty. He's going to have World War III going on. We've got to impeach him to protect our democracy. Now I think the shine is off Biden. And a lot of people are looking around and saying, yeah, this is pretty dirty. Even Democrats are looking around and saying, yeah, it's pretty unseemly that Hunter Biden was making tens of millions of dollars 
to do no work based on who his dad was. Now, this isn't necessarily uncommon. There are lots of kids of famous people, presidents and otherwise, who make a lot of money based on their connection to their father or mother. That's what nepotism is. It certainly happens all over the country in Hollywood and big business. But I will point out that there are a lot of presidential children who have cashed in on a big way on what their dad did, right? Uh, You can say Laura Bush, Jenna Bush, the two Bush daughters, just in the last 20 years. Uh, You can point to Sasha and Malia Obama. You can point to the Trump kids. Uh, None of them have ever behaved in any kind of fashion. Chelsea Clinton, like everybody basically in the 21st century, all those kids have gotten advantages and payments they didn't deserve based on their own accomplishments. None of them have any, been anywhere near what Hunter Biden is. A drug-addled, uh, whoring, crack-smoking liar who really has no business being anywhere near the White House. And you want to talk about intelligence threats. Remember how everybody ran crazy with the Steele dossier? How much vulnerability is there based on Hunter Biden and his proximity to his father, based on what we already know. From a security apparatus basis, Hunter Biden would never be allowed in the White House if he wasn't Joe Biden's son. With all of the things that are out there, all of the felonies, everything else, they would never allow him anywhere near Joe Biden. There's probably still reams of compromising material out there on Hunter Biden that still connects, in my opinion, to Joe Biden because he's only getting paid based on who his dad is. But... I will say this should have happened years ago. This should have happened uh, probably before Joe Biden ever even decided to run for president of the United States. But I tend to be an optimist. Props to Judge Noriega. Props to those IRS whistleblowers. Props to James Comer for speaking out. And hopefully, this will now lead to actual consequences for Hunter Biden's behavior, both in Delaware and in California, where federal charges are pending against both of them. Um, And I also want to say this. I think it's fair to ask this question because a lot of times people say, well, I didn't vote for Hunter Biden for president. Well, all this does is prove Joe Biden's a father who cares. I dispute that. If you're a father who cares and you have a son who is an addict and you put him in charge of raising millions of dollars for the family business, the Biden business, are you not aware of what those millions of dollars are going to be used to do? Hunter Biden's drug issues were fueled by the tens of millions of dollars in money that he made from foreign business entities without having to do anything other than sell uh, the, the, the name of his father and the influence of his father. The fact that that is going on does not make it less likely that Hunter is going to have major health-related issues. So again, I question. I've got three boys. Uh, I hope none of them ever come up with any of the issues that are at play right now with Hunter. But if they do, and if I were allowing them to somehow sell my name and make millions of dollars off of it, tens of millions of dollars off of it, I don't know how I can just throw my hands up and say, oh, I'm actually a great father. Oh, Grandpa Joe. Remember, this is the same Joe Biden that refused to acknowledge one of his daughters uh, and only hung six 
stockings in the White House, even though he had seven grandchildren. And then when they finally acknowledged the seventh grandchild this Christmas, instead of having a seventh stocking in the White House, they pulled all the stockings down. I don't think Joe Biden's a good guy. Uh, I don't think he's been a good father. I think the results of his kids demonstrate that he has not, in fact, been a very good father. Everyone is not responsible for what their kids do, just like the kids aren't responsible for what their parents do. But Joe Biden's kids are a mess. His daughter and his son that are still living. And I think on some level, instead of bragging about what a great father Joe Biden is, somebody might take a step back and say, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here that this has occurred? And has Joe Biden's behavior actually fueled the addiction of his son? Because I think it has. A um, couple of other stories that I think, uh, oh, by the way, Hunter Biden decided to sit down, and I can only imagine what Abbe Lowell, his, uh, his attorney, thought. Hunter Biden decided to sit down with Moby and talk about these charges and say that they're all political and people want him dead. No, no, no. Sorry, Hunter. That's what Democrats want with Donald Trump. These are not political charges. You didn't pay millions of dollars in back taxes. This is as easy of a case as possible. And you have so far avoided all punishment. I think the reality is that Joe Biden is going to pardon Hunter regardless of what happens in the 2024 election if he runs. I think he will pardon Hunter in December or January of 2024 moving into 2025. If he loses, I think after the election, after everybody's already rendered their verdict, when Joe Biden knows either he's been reelected or that he's no longer going to be president, I think he will pardon Hunter on his way out from all of these charges. And I think Hunter knows it. And I think his dad's probably told him. And that's why he feels like he can be reckless, go on and talk with freaking Moby uh, about all these charges because he knows he's never going to spend a day in jail because his dad has already told him that he will actually pardon him before there will be any consequences at all uh, for this behavior. I would be very surprised if that conversation has not already happened. Uh, okay, John Rahm has gone to live. This story yesterday officially announced by Brett Baer on Fox News in an interview that John Rahm did on his program. This is really very fascinating. Because for those of you out there who are not golf fans or have not paid a great deal of attention to this, uh, right now we're talking about uh, Live and the PGA Tour merging. Remember, that was announced, I think, back in May or June of this year that they were going to merge. Well, they have a deadline of December 31st. And there's been no significant, it doesn't appear, movement on getting that merger officially completed. So what's going on here? Why would Liv decide to spend several hundred million dollars on John Rahm, uh, the Saudi-backed Liv tour? The only thing I can think, the only reason I can think for why Liv would be signing John Rahm is that it is a warning, a shot across the bow to the PGA that if this merger isn't completed, to a degree that Liv appreciates, that Liv is very prepared to sign even more away of the PGA stars 
and that they're going to leave the PGA as an utterly defeated organization. That's the only thing that I can figure out would make sense to me from the perspective of why Liv would be going and grabbing John Rahm and making this choice and making this decision uh, for this particular issue. Only thing I can think of uh, that would make sense at all uh, on what is going on here, that it has to be a negotiating ploy designed to send a message about what exactly will occur if the PGA Tour doesn't end up agreeing uh, on this issue. Uh, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, I don't know what team Brittany Griner plays for in the WNBA, but Brittany Griner broke Russian law. She had drugs. She was arrested for it. She was sentenced to prison. And because of her black lesbian privilege, she was traded for Victor Boot, the merchant of death, a Russian arms dealer beloved by Vladimir Putin that we had put behind bars in a time, by the way, when Russia is at war with, uh, uh, with Ukraine and when they would need arms more than ever, one might add, Joe Biden decided to give up the merchant of death for Brittany Griner in what can only be classified as the worst trade in the history of trades in any of our lives. Brittany Griner committed a crime in Russia. She was sentenced to violate it. Whether you agree or disagree with it, you go overseas. There's no argument that she didn't have the drug with her. She was an idiot. She committed a crime. And Russia decided they were going to punish her, as is their right when Russian law is violated. This is not some situation where she proclaimed innocence. She acknowledged that she had committed the crime. They put her behind bars. They then traded her for the merchant of death. Now ESPN is making a movie about her. Remember, Brittany Griner refused to stand for the national anthem. All right? This is not someone who had been a pro-America person. She gets out of jail in advance of an American Marine, Paul Whelan, who'd been there longer, didn't commit a crime, he alleges. They know that she committed a crime. The Biden White House bends over backwards to get her out because she's a black lesbian and that's the identity politics that they play. Your race and your sexuality dictate how you should be treated in the Democrat Party. Paul Whelan has the misfortune to be a Marine and a white guy and so he has to stay in prison even though he claims he did nothing at all wrong. Brittany Griner gets out. The Merchant of Death is traded for her. And now Disney's going to make a movie about her? ESPN's like, this is the heartwarming sports story that we have to care. This is how broken ESPN is. Like all of Disney, it has been taken over by identity politics. And the brand has been destroyed. And Bob Iger doesn't care because he's banking hundreds of millions of dollars in the process. And he would rather be liked by the woke imbeciles in his company than actually do what's best for the company. And this is why Elon Musk came out and said Bob Iger should be fired. I agree with him. I think if Disney actually cared about its brand and running its business effectively, they would fire Bob Iger because he's unable and unwilling to actually do what's best for the company. And this is the real story of how this woke culture predominates. You guys ever wonder how this happens? 
How do so many people in positions of prominence make such bad decisions? What's going on with MIT and with UPenn and with Harvard? How do they show up at Congress and say such dastardly things to Representative Elise Stefanik about whether or not calling for the genocide of Jews violates speech uh, protocols on campus? How does that happen? Um, I think the answer is pretty simple. People make the right decisions for themselves that are the wrong decisions for their institutions. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. That's how Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney happens. That's how ESPN's business has gone in the toilet. That's how Pixar falls apart. That's how uh, Marvel falls apart. They stop making rational choices that are in the best interest of the institution, and they make the choices that are in the best interest of their continued employment. And oftentimes, those things are divergent, Right. Because Bob Iger should stand up and be like, yeah, we're not making crap movies anymore focused on diversity. We're just going to make good movies. And we don't care if there are white guys who star in the movies. If we make money, everybody benefits. Uh, Instead, he would rather make this woke crap uh, and he would rather virtue signal than actually be the steward of the company who's making the best decisions. And I think you see it across the board. There's no one with a rational brain who says, hey, you know what we need? Brittany Griner as the star of a movie that we pour millions of dollars into. You know who really is going to be beloved by our audience? Colin Kaepernick. That random dude who was out there saying everybody's racist. We need to give him millions of dollars. That's the choice that is going to endear us to a generation of sports fans. No, it's a total lie and everybody knows it. By the way, a reminder, uh, you can go to shopoutkick.com. Buy one, get one, 50% off right now. Again, buy one, get one off. Buy one, get one, 50% off. Buy one, get one off was actually Hunter Biden's strategy. Um, You buy one, get one, 50% off at shop.outkick.com. That's shop.outkick.com. But Brittany Griner, just the absolute latest awful choice to be made. Uh, A couple other stories. I got into a big debate. You guys may have heard it. You may have seen the poll that was up over this question. If you had a tortilla chip and you could only dip it in one thing, in salsa or queso, right? And I'm not talking about fancy queso with all your fixings in it or fancy salsa. Your generic tomato-based salsa going head-to-head with your average cheese queso. And you could only dip that, that tortilla chip into one. I argued aggressively on Clay and Buck yesterday uh, in favor of salsa. I thought the wisdom of America would be behind me. Instead, I put up a poll and 57% of you are cheese-addled lunatics who endorsed queso over salsa. I think all of you in the cheese camp are maniacs. 
a threat to American democracy, the likes of which we haven't seen since the Civil War. That's what Joe Biden told me to tell you. I went downstairs right after I finished yesterday's show. I work out, uh, work here on the top floor of the Travis house, walk downstairs. My seventh grader has just finished his first exam. <clears throat> He's home. He's eating salsa and queso and chips. He got Mexican food for lunch. I walked downstairs. I thought I was being pranked. I swear this is exactly how it happened. He's eating. He's eaten all of the queso. There's none of it left. And he hasn't even touched the salsa. Dastardly acts in my own home. So I did what anyone would have to do. I took the salsa. I took it downstairs. And I ate all of it with his remaining tortilla chips because that's what good Americans do. They eat salsa instead of queso. Speaking of 13-year-olds, you know, I got a million dollars still outstanding on the WNBA bet. Uh, WNBA running scared. High school basketball team, boys versus uh, the girls. So my seventh grader is in a, I think it's 14U league in addition to the fact that he's playing on his uh, seventh grade school team. We had a practice last night. And one of the kids was not there. So there are only nine 13-year-olds on the court. So we needed an adult. So first half, another adult plays, quits himself fine. Second half, your boy got out on the court. And I haven't played basketball. Other, I had to do this last year with the 12-year-olds. Other than that, in the backyard, I'll play horse against my son, uh, you know, play one-on-one, or sometimes we play two-on-one with my, uh, with my nine-year-old. Uh, and me against my 13-year-old. My I haven't played on an actual court in a year. So I get out there, not a lot of stretch time, not a lot of warm-up, no, no practice shots at all. Go straight into the game. Used to play pickup basketball all the time. Do not, not surprisingly, play very much pickup basketball now. Unmitigated disaster. Biggest issue, I would say, is... I really can't move side to side anymore and I can't stop when I'm running. So if I start and just go, I'm not saying I run very far because I hate running, but I feel pretty good about my body control. You know, if I get out in the front yard right now and somebody was like, hey, you need to jog a mile, I can jog a mile pretty easily. You know, standard, whatever it is, nine-minute mile, eight-and-a-half-minute mile, certainly a 10-minute mile. I don't think I'd have any issue with that at all. Uh, Again, not claiming to be a great, uh, you know, like I don't want to do the turkey trots. I hate running in general. But I could knock out several miles, no issue, I think. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know I could do a mile. What I couldn't do is very much lateral movement. I'm not kidding to you. When I was dribbling and I tried to stop, I thought to myself, I should stop now. Now is the time when someone would stop on a basketball court if they were going to stop, and I just kept going. And so I don't know exactly what, so it's the stopping. It's not the starting. It's the stopping and the lateral movement that I think is an issue here. Uh, I think, humbly, that I may have set an all-time record for dad turnovers in a 14U basketball game. I was looking way down the court trying to make the great pass a lot. I had a lot of issue with the kids slapping away the ball as I was trying to pass. Um, I, it, was, it, was an, it was an unmitigated disaster. 
I air. I only took two shots. I made two layups, one free throw. Was hacked unmercilessly. I only took two shots from the floor other than the layups because I didn't want to dominate the game. Both airballed threes. Not particularly close. Wide open, no respect given to the old man game. Both airballed completely. And I'm telling you, if I had taken a third shot, which I didn't, mercifully, by the way, I was on the shirts team and not the skins team. If I had taken a third shot, I'm telling you, I was going to potentially break the backboard if necessary to not leave it short. I was not airballing a third shot. That rim might have broken. So we finished the game. Guy sitting uh, who's in charge of the gym, coming off the court, uh, trash-talked by the kids quite a lot, I should mention as well. Not a lot of respect for the 44-year-old man on the court. And the guy off the court, he's probably 55, 60 in charge of the, the maintenance of the court and everything else. He said, hey, don't let him get to you. I thought you looked good out there. So that was big, much appreciated endorsement of my game. Not necessarily deserved. Also, kids, a lot of whining. I'm just going to say it. A lot of whining. Oh, you hit my hand. Oh, you bumped me. Suck it up, kids. All right? There's no fouls in these games. Other than when I got hammered. Several times, honestly. Deserved an and one call. Again, not trying to, you know, say that I was unfairly treated. But I did deserve an and one once. Did get one, two free throw. I hit the first free throw, missed the second one. Just saying, if you're a dad out there, my biggest thought during the whole game was I can't tear my ACL or severely sprain my ankle or certainly tear my Achilles tendon here because too many people will be happy that it happened after I put my million-dollar bet out against the WNBA. Not kidding. Whole time I was out there, I didn't know I was going to be playing. You know, I'm in track pants, uh, tennis shoes. I didn't know I was going to be playing. Whole time I'm playing, I'm just thinking, don't tear anything. Not only because I'm going to Australia in a week and I don't want to suddenly be unable to walk, but also because I was thinking, too many people are going to be happy if I injure myself because of my $1 million bet against the WNBA. So the big victory here is, that all of the people who hate me can't celebrate because I'm still in good physical condition and I'm ready to take my trip to Australia. Finally, I saw this story. Let me see if I've still got it pulled up. Joe Kinsey does really good work for us at OutKick. And, uh, and he was working on this story. And I'm going to have to find it now, so let me Google it. Um, he did a story on a girl who went to Costco for her birthday party. Uh, And she celebrated her 26th birthday. And then we wrote about it. And she reached out to us. And let me see if I can get the right story because this is the old one. Um, And she reached out to... uh, And we got images everywhere on Google. This is, see, Google hates us. This should be a story that easily comes up. And instead... Uh, no respect at all on the Google machine. Uh, but she celebrated her 26th birthday. She reached out to Joe Kinsey. Uh, and 
she says that she has had people sliding into her DMs. She's had all sorts of people trying uh, to get her uh, to get her to. Uh, you know what? I need to find this this story. By the way, there's like eight people. Can somebody text me this story? Uh, can somebody find the actual story and send it to me? Her name is Madison Stimmel, and she went to uh, she went to Costco, and she was turning 26. And she decided that she was going to have her birthday uh, at Costco with her family. Pictures all go viral. I love Costco. Full disclosure, they're not paying me anything. I only shop really two places. At Amazon, uh, and most of the time that's for books, and Costco. And I am ecstatic anytime I can go into Costco uh, because it is my favorite place to shop. And I always love to take my kids to go eat at the Costco food court. It is uh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, it is incredibly cheap. I usually get, uh, I usually get the uh, pizzas for the boys. And then we get the big churros. The sodas don't cost anything. Sometimes we get ice cream. I mean, I love taking my boys to the Costco food court. I get food almost every time I come in. Yeah, this is not the right story. So there is a... I'm going to have to go into my own Twitter feed here and find uh, the story that Joe did where he interviewed the girl. He initially reported incorrectly that she was 30 years old. Then, as all great journalists do, he went back in and determined that she was actually 26 years old. And I shared this story yesterday and now I have found it thanks to the eight people who work on the show that couldn't find this easier earlier a headline from Joe Kinsey Costco birthday girl tells outkick my DMs are flooded with date requests uh, so she jumped into Joe Kinsey's DMs her name is Madison Stimmel I love her she went with her family to celebrate the birthday listen to what they got they got five hot dogs a chicken bake a rotisserie chicken salad a whole cheese pizza, and drinks. What do you think all that cost? $30.88. There were seven of them that ate based on this picture. Uh, 26th birthday. She said that she has been flooded. She said, I'm honored you think so highly of me to write about what a catch I am. I mean, you're not wrong. I am a catch. Uh, She said on Instagram. She says hers are on fire. My DMs have been flooded with guys asking me out. One man offered to fly me out to Colorado to go on a date with him. By the way, the whole family wore Costco sweatshirts. She showed her entire family. This has been liked 275,000 times on TikTok, uh, which is where it initially went viral. Um, And uh, she was invited to Colorado. Other men have been messaging her all over North Carolina, asking her if she wants to go and get samples, which is amazing. Uh, and uh, anyway, happy 26th birthday to Madison Stimmel. I saw this story. She had a great Costco cake. She posted all the pictures. Uh, here's what she posted. This year for my birthday, I didn't want any fancy dinner or birthday presents. All I wanted to do was to go to Costco for my birthday dinner and wear matching Costco sweatshirts. 
My family and I love Costco, so it was the perfect idea. This was the cheapest birthday dinner I ever had with seven people for $30.88. I'm not kidding. I love this girl. Uh, that is, uh, what is the math on that? Basically $4 and change a person uh, if I'm not, uh, not screwing this up. Uh, and uh, she said that it was an awesome time. And uh, we had the best time. Costco employees even saying happy birthday to me. Brought us a free cake from the bakery. Of course they did because Costco's amazing. Uh, I made a TikTok video about it and it has over 2.1 million views. Uh, and uh, she is fantastic. So get out there and find you a girl who loves Costco as much as you do. Uh, I am Clay Travis or a boy if you are a girl watching. This has been Outkick, the show. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. By the way, oh, my NFL picks. We lost last night. I thought the Pat Steelers was going to go under. I'm on the under for the Panthers Saints. I'm on the over 39.5 for the Colts Bengals. I got that game early. It's moved a lot in the direction uh, of, uh, of uh, higher scoring. Lions, Cowboys, and Dolphins all to cover. The Lions to cover against the Bears. Cowboys to cover against the Eagles and the Dolphins to cover against the Titans. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. This has been Outkick the Show. I will see you guys on Monday.